Good morning, and welcome to the Haven Tree Parent Podcast, where we get a minute to get away from the kids before they wake up and talk about something that's important to hopefully yourselves and us. Today's special guest is little Claire. Claire is an eight-week-old Shih Tzu puppy. She is the daughter of uh, the pups that you saw last week, actually. Uh, Claire is probably the pup that we are going to be keeping. She's very sweet. Today, she is joining us to talk about how to discipline when you are angry. Uh, This is kind of a challenging topic, Uh, so we will be sharing our thoughts and opinions on that and maybe hopefully giving you some ideas to help you as you uh, deal with your own emotions and your kids. All right, so like I said, we're going to talk about um, anger and how it relates to discipline and, you know, being angry in the moment where you find your kids, uh, you know, like, what, wiping their poopy diaper all over the room or (laughs) uh, some other (laughs) horrible situation and you just, like, instantly get that, like, no, and freak out mode. Um, Well, I think, so I would be curious to hear uh, if there are, because maybe we're alone in this. I hope not. But I feel like there's just those things that your kids do that make you feel like a crazy person, right? <laughs> like, I know for me, the thing that gets my goat quicker than anything else is our one when she loses her glasses or when she pops a lens out of her glasses uh. and she doesn't, like, seem to know that she did it. She's just, like, totally clueless. I'm like, you can't, like, you're blind without your glasses. You can't see anything without your glasses. How did you not notice that you couldn't see? Like, what? What, what are you doing? And and then, she, you know, she can't, she can't find it. And it just makes me a monster. Like, it just makes me so instantly angry that I had to put myself in timeout because I just become an irrational rage monster for a few minutes. Right. Yeah, I don't know if other people have the same reactions like we do. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has that thing, but you never know who what what's going to set you off or something like Josh that. Josh is Just... like, no, no one else is crazy like you're crazy. <laughs> About OCD type things? I'm not sure everybody has that. But um, no, I mean, I think there's other things like for myself, like you know, if something hits me in the head, I'm instantly done. The environment's now changed. My atmosphere and mood is over. And, you know, I, if it's an inanimate object, I will probably punch the thing back that hit me yeah, in the head. I still have um, inspected my broken laundry room cabinet. <laughs> I was throwing something away. The cabinet was open. I was getting batteries. I lift my head back up after throwing whatever it was in the garbage, the old batteries in the garbage. And then the cabinet hit me in the back of the head. So I was like, Argh! and you know lost it yeah he came up and said uh my my head broke the cabinet yeah when i lifted my head up it broke the cabinet and i said (laughs) and by that you mean you hit the cabinet (laughs) after you hit it in the head i hate getting hit in the head head. yeah so which people wouldn't really believe you seem like a very like don't touch my head normal i mean you can mess with my hair i don't care yeah yeah Anyway, so so there are things, right? I think we've established that yeah. just make you angry. Uh, and unfortunately, once you become a parent that doesn't like magically disappear and you suddenly are, 
able to control your temper perfectly, right? Cool, like, calm, and quiet at all things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, if anything, I feel like my fuse is shorter now because I'm trying to do so many things that there's just less to go around as far as patience and, you know, kindness. <laughs> well, and, you know, kids, what, they're, they're testing and they don't know some things that are like, what going to cause an issue and you're like uh we don't put rice down the drain because daddy just spent three days trying to declog the whole thing yeah. um so let's not put the rice bowl right into the sink <laughs> um because then i'll have to be plugging you know putting the snakes down there again mm-hmm. and that's not a fun thing for me but um you know not that I, i've seen that happen i'm just making it a, as example of yeah, something yeah, awful yeah. you don't want to find happening so we we have in fact had that very experience, as you might guess. <laughs> so we had a few points here that we wanted to talk about as just how to deal with that reaction, whatever it might be in your case, um, for when you know that that event happens or something is upsetting to you and you want to react. But what we just wanted to say a word of caution of like, don't just jump right in, you know, going to the full stream of like correction. I mean. The kids probably know what's going to, you know, cause issue and like, mom and my dad is mad today. Stay back. Go do whatever to play in the room. Um, but, you know, we wanted to just say first uh, just to like be slow to that anger and like quiet yourself and um, just find a silent place to go what, reflect on what just happened and, you know, think about your emotional response to it and how you want to approach your kid with it. Um, versus just what going right into the situation, which is, you know, what we see in society as like normal reaction is like people just freak out and break down. Um, and you know, like I said, if it's not an instance where you're getting hit in the head, then you can probably find a way to do that (laughs) for myself. Once I get hit in the head, there's no like finding a quiet place. It's instant, like, so I need that. But like I said, that's not usually the kids hitting me in the head. So when we we wrestle and they'll like pull my arm too much, then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take a break. But. I don't yell at them for, you know, wrestling too, too well. Like that just means they're getting strong. So, yeah. Well, and I think too, you know, it sort of comes back to like, even what I said earlier, as far as like, I need to take a time out really quick. Um, I think, and you know, and that's a skill that we're trying to teach our kids as well. Like it's okay to be angry. Like there are things in life that, that will make you angry. Like that is part of life. That's part of, you know, feeling emotions. There are things that make you angry. What's important is being in control of your actions during that anger. Um, And so, you know, if you need to take a minute to take a breath uh, and realize this isn't something that's a big deal, then then do that. You know, I think that that's important um, for your kids. So but I think it's also um, very much a practiced response, like because we are sort of told um, by society and culture, you know, like with cancel culture and things like that, that that it's our right to be angry about different things. Um, and so, you know, to to sort of practice something different and, and, you know, realize that it's okay to not get angry about every little thing, I think is also um, a really valuable tool. Look at this. I don't know if you can see her in the camera or not. She you is like... See the corner digging around and being a little psycho over here. I don't know what she's doing. Silly she thing. smells mom and dad from last week. Probably so. She's like digging in the corners of the uh, bed for treats or something. Mama left milk in here. 
silly thing. You're definitely old enough to be weaned, you little brat. <laughs> That's what her mom thinks, too. Every time she just stands there and looks at you like, please save me from these hooligans. Yeah. Aw. She's cute, though. <laughs> so, yeah, like we're saying, uh, just find that place to regroup yourself and, you know, come back at the, at the issue with a, a what, more informed or more realistic approach than just, like, you're getting a spank, you're going, or, you know, you're, whatever your punishments are, you're going into timeout, you're going here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, however that it needs to be handled appropriately and not, you know, fly off the wall sort of reactions. Yeah, so. I would say to that point very quickly, you know, we both grew up in homes where spankings happened. Like that was, you know, part of, I think, the 80s and 90s that spanks were just part of normal life. But I would say if that is a tool that you implement, um, number one, I would suggest it's very important to know what the laws in your state are. Um and that comes obviously from my background, uh, my professional background. Um, just, I think it's important to be aware of what the potential risk or ramification is for that. Um, and so like in, in the state of Ohio, using any type of um, like spanking stick or belt or something like that um, would potentially be cause for um, a, a report to children's services. Whereas, um, in general, a swat on the bottom with your hand would not necessarily, um, however, a, a, you know, slap in the face could. Um, so I think, you know, it just is something to be, to be aware of if that's a tool that you implement. I think it's important that you do your research on that. If that's something that you, um, choose to do in your house, cause certainly, um, the law has something to say about that. And then the other really important thing that I would say with that is if you are angry and you are spanking or swatting your child in any way, um, I would seriously reconsider that because even if you're not using a spanking stick or something else, if you're, you know, using any sort of physical punishment while you're angry, uh, I think that the lines between discipline and abuse are blurred also. Right. But, and hopefully there's plenty of other tools that you can utilize exactly. for, you know, correction and discipline. So definitely, you know, what look into some of those and maybe we can mention something here that we're in yeah. a little bit, but sorry, I had to put my little professional asterisk <laughs> on the, you, you, you use the spank word and I had to kind of clarify because uh, I know, I know, you know, obviously my experience professionally with that has been, um, I've seen a lot of different things. So, um, and heard a lot of different things and um so i just think it's it's important to clarify yeah yeah, yeah. So no i mean like i said it's it's on that line of like yeah. the gray zone for sure yeah. so but i think as you said there's lots of other tools that you can use and um especially you know as we're talking about disciplining while angry um if if you're someone that you know has a hard time dealing with you know not not responding in anger to things um certainly i would be um encouraging you to probably look at some other tools unless you can get that frustration under control right yeah i mean usually you know a good stern talking to like we send them up mom and dad's room and like yeah, we'll go sit yeah. and talk with them and just say we love you but the situation that you got you know called out in for having to come up here is not a good yeah. one so it's probably a topic for as a whole other conversation for another day too right you could probably <laughs> like write that down and and come back to that at some point in the future 
Yeah, that's fine. Um, so the, the other point here was just rehearse your reaction and sort of like have like a game plan for like when the kids disobey or um, what lie or, you know, steal or, uh, you know, all the other little things that you would, you know, what, be upset by, um, you know, yeah. making a mess in a room that they shouldn't be in or um, breaking something that's important to everybody or to them. Um, you know, and just have your already like planned reactions for that. So that way it's, and this is always the hard part on myself. Cause like, she was always like, let's have a planned reaction. And I'm like, well, what, what, how do I do that? Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm more of a, in the moment kind of person. So, yeah. you know, I see like, uh, no, you're hurting the puppy. Like, let's not do that. And you know, let's go have a timeout cause you did whatever. Um, but you know, I, I, but then I'm not consistent because I don't have that planned reaction locked in my own self because it's not things that happen all the time. It's like once or twice a week, this one will happen and then it'll happen 10 days later. And so it's harder for me to be like, what did we do last time? Oh, yeah, it was a timeout or it was yeah. take this toy away or, you know, whatever XYZ other tools like we say, um, you know, you have to go hold your sister's hand or give her a hug and right, they hate doing right. that. Like I always try to put Sai and Nature together. I'm like, hold hands and they give each other a hug and say, we are family. And then, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, that's just the little thing that I started doing. I was like, just give each other a hug and say, we are family. We have to play well together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not that they say the end part, but it's just something, you know, yeah. to make them think like we have to be nice to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, and that, you know, it's an it's an easy tool, I think, to just be, um, to have a plan, which, you know, as you said, I, I like to have a plan. That's, that's kind of my nature. But, um, you know, if you have a, a consistent way that you react to things of like, oh, you didn't do this, that means you have to, like, so one of our kids is notorious for not putting their stuff away. I'll say, like, take shoes upstairs. And they'll like take them halfway up and leave them on the stairs or they'll like take them up and put them in the hallway. Like it's like seven more steps to your room. Like, come on. And that's something that like when you're tired, when it's been a long day, when you're just fed up and done, that can be the kind of thing as a parent that really pushes your button. I, I, I hope like maybe we're just like outing ourselves as rage monsters. I don't think that's true. I feel like, <laughs> you know, like that's a normal thing that parents get irritated by. But, you know, like, um, then for for that you know like it's like okay you have to come back up again and put your shoes away and then you get to help me with whatever i'm working on for like the next 10 minutes like so now i have an extra set of hands so rather than it being you know it still is a consequence for them but it sort of like ebbs that irritation to be like well you know you chose not to obey do what i asked mm -hmm. and so now you have to help me. Shucks. You right. know, so you, you know, run stuff up and down the stairs for me while I'm cleaning up up here. Right. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so just having those planned sort of reactions just kind of makes it just a more natural flow. And so rather than like feel that irritation, it's like, well, you chose knowingly 
that you were going to have this consequence. So, right. you know, or sorry, I don't trying, know what to tell you, sis. Or always trying to create a punishment and, like, in the moment, yeah. like, come up with something new. Like, I got to, yeah. you know, correct them somehow and I'm going to make them do this instead. Stand on one foot for five minutes. Like, no, that, that's, <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate. No, I, I, I've never done that. But <laughs> I just, just sort of like, you know, some people get caught in that. Like, I need to do something. What do I do? Right, right. And well, don't have that plan, you know. Yeah. And kids are always doing, like, crazy things that you've not thought of, like, what appropriate punishment is to that. And I think, yeah, you know. Yeah. With that, you know, refer back to number one of taking a breath and reflecting before responding. You right. Know? Come back with a good response. So, yeah. 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 So I'm going to move us on to the next point, with, yeah. which is uh, just speak firm and be stern about, you know, your response. And like, definitely like, what, this is the reason why you got in trouble. You lied. You took something from your sister and hit it. You, uh, you know, you what did X, Y, Z. And we don't think that that's good behavior or, you know, that's not yeah. appropriate. Um, which I think we use the word being appropriate a lot around here, like <laughs> put on appropriate clothing, uh, yeah. say the appropriate things, don't, you know, talk back type of stuff, yeah. which, you know, there's a whole mix of having three girls of everybody yeah, wants to ever. get their peace and say why they did whatever. Um, but mom yeah. and dad's word is still fin- finite at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, it's what having that stern response and not be what too, I don't know. Like myself, probably. I'm probably not as stern as I should be because um, I would probably be more forgiving or, or than I, than I, what, than the situation requires because um, I'm like, ah, oh, they're a kid. They don't know what's going on, but they need to know, like, it's not good to continue to do that. So you definitely have to be like, we don't really want to, you know, hurt our sister when they're wrestling. If they say stop, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, we have a lot of rough housing a little bit. So yeah, people yeah. get, you know, pillow fights and all that fun you stuff. You just have like a nice like happy voice i think that that's part of it too and so it's either like the kids think you're playing or they know you're furious and they scatter like there's no sort of in between for you but i think that some of that just has to do with like your natural like tone and the way you talk and that's something that we've had conversation about a lot like you need to practice like how to respond and and adjust that tone so that the kids understand that it's time to take you seriously, yeah, you know, because yeah. it's like if... I recognize it. I hear like I'll be, you know, cleaning in the kitchen or like prepping food in the kitchen and I'll hear sort of that shift of like, OK, like it's time to stop wrestling and clean up. And I'm like there, you know, and so I just silently laugh because I'm, you know, <laughs> a jerk. And, you know, and then the kids keep wrestling because you sound like you're being silly still. And right. it's like they don't recognize sort of that subtle change in like, all right, we've had a good time playing. Now it's time to shift. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like then that... five, five minutes of me playing rough house is not right. what they want. They want to play rough house until, you know, they have to go to bed or something. Yeah, until so, they go to college. Yeah. Kenzie um, just wants to climb all over. Like last yeah. night she was like, do this, do that. So I give her a few minutes of like throw her onto the pillows kind of thing. And then she's, you know, yeah. like, just if you're like going, Josh, so. you probably need to practice your stern your your stern voice or your serious voice i think moms maybe have that easier in general i don't know i think that that might be a stereotype but you know like there's something you said for like the very quiet like do we need to go to the bathroom and take a break and have a conversation that like typically scares kids like that that very quiet whisper (laughs) angry mom is like (laughs) way more intimidating than anything else and that's something like even adri has said like i would rather just be in trouble than have you yell at me like and and for her it's very true like uh, she's you know yelling isn't really doesn't 
doesn't have the same effect as just being serious and saying like, we're done. I'm serious. This is, this is this. Um, so, so yeah, I think that, you know, just recognizing that that does have power if you let it have power. Um, but some of us, you know, that may again be kind of a learned skill. Right. Right. And like I was sort of saying like, uh, well, I'm more, what I don't know, try to be more gentle in my approach to like correction and firmness. Um, but I mean, yeah, you definitely want to make sure that you are stern about it. Um, and then also you want to be sure that you're loving in that situation as well. So you want to make sure that you're giving them a hug and just sort of saying like, I'm sorry, you made a bad choice and had to be stopped from, you know, X, Y, Z event. Punching your sister in the head. Yeah. We don't want to, you know, cause more problems and injury. Um, but we definitely want to let you know, like we are loving parents and, you know, we had to put you in timeout or, you know, send you to your room or get you out of the situation from making the bad choice because it's not the appropriate choice that you've made. So you definitely want to make sure that you're. You just say like, well, I'm sorry you made a bad choice. We love you, we, but we don't want you to do that again. We don't want you to get in trouble anymore for that thing specifically. Um, so please don't do that. Uh, or we will have to go to, you know, what, making it a 10-minute timeout. Or, you know, you won't get this toy until tomorrow or, right. you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and I think, you know, we we are very affectionate with our kids and some, especially like, with discipline and consequences need that a lot more you know i think of like sai that day he got in trouble for getting out of bed or something and sai and josh are very like have a very special little daddy and son relationship and so when josh doles out discipline to josiah it's very um i don't know like he acts like he's ashamed and you know like heartbroken even though it's no different than sort of the discipline or the consequence um, that you would give to anyone else. It mm-hmm. just is like uh, Josiah's reaction to that is is a little bit different with Josh. Yeah. And so, you know, there was one day that I went in and he's like this kid that like he's not necessarily very affectionate in general. But when he's upset, <clears throat> he really just needs to sort of be hugged or loved on sort of until he can like release that tension and you can just kind of see it almost in him um and so i just went in and he was in bed and i just kind of like put my hand on his head and i was talking to the other kids it wasn't like you know i had some big long conversation with him but i just kind of like rubbed his temple and and just stood and then all of a sudden I was probably like in there for five minutes and then he kind of like relaxed and rolled over and sort of like snuggled into my hand and, and then we were able to kind of have a conversation, um, you know, so, but that's really what he needs. Whereas like Adri wants to just be like, okay, consequence, I'm sorry. I know I did the wrong thing. Love you. See you later. And like, she wants to like, like have a minute to herself to sort of regroup and reset and have a good rest of the day. Um, and so we have to kind of be respectful of that too and not talk her to death after after whatever the discipline or consequence is. Um, so so there's sort of a balance there. Right. Yeah, I remember that event, but I can't remember what he was upset about or I what know. I was telling I can't him. remember exactly. Usually they just try to keep keep going out of their room yeah. at bedtime and yeah. I'm like, just stay in your bed. Please yeah. stop getting up. And there's you know, X, Y, Z reason why I have to go downstairs and yeah. do this thing right now. Like, I don't know what you guys need to do. You just need to be going to bed. Yeah. Please stop coming out of your room. Um, so yeah, that makes it challenging. So I don't know. I know he was frustrated, but I yeah. don't remember. And I can't recall what, what, what was going on. So yeah. yeah. 
So I think the last thing probably, um, and we've kind of alluded to this a little bit throughout, but I think that the last thing really is that it's important to be consistent with these things. And this kind of goes along with um, having a plan. It goes along with, um, you know, knowing your kids and the way that you respond. But I think, um, as we both kind of suggested, it, being consistent in that is really important. And again, it's it's a really simple way to kind of dial back in um, your emotional, angry, frustrated, whatever response. Um, and And just being able to respond sort of in a way that's practiced, rehearsed, planned, agreed upon by both parents. Um, and also is something that the kids expect. You know, you're, you don't want to have kids that, you know, are fearful of how mom and dad are going to react. Um, and I think that that's something that um, is pro- hopefully universally true. Like parents don't want their kids to be afraid of them. And kids shouldn't be afraid of their parents. Like that is not the, um, that's not, an appropriate loving relationship. Right. Um, certainly children should have a healthy respect for their parents. Um, but that's very different than being afraid of, of how mom and dad are going to react. And so being consistent and having, um, sort of a planned consistent response and having both, um, parents on the same page as far as how we respond to different, um, different things, different actions. Um, and that takes time and that takes practice, you know, and, and as we've said, like kids are going to surprise you. They're going to do things that you never expected them to do, um, that are going to push your buttons, right? Like that's, that's just part of this parenting thing. Um, but, but even having a plan in that of like, you know, Hey, Adri did this weird thing today and I sent her to timeout and then I made her clean up. Like, what are your thoughts on this for next time? You know, like, well, you can't give her two consequences. Like it needs to be one or the other or, you know, whatever. Um, And then, you know, in those instances, going back to your kid and saying like, Hey, I'm sorry that I overreacted in this instance. Um, You know, this is sort of what the consequence for this will be in the future. Um, But I wanted to apologize. And I think that there's nothing wrong with saying like, I overreacted and I'm sorry from now on, this is what the consequence is going to be. Um, because as parents, as much as we try not to let our kids see it, we're still human and we're still fallible too. Um, and so I think, you know, or asking for forgiveness when you lose your cool, you know, unfortunately that's something I've had to do particularly with Adri a few times. Cause we uh, are both strong willed ladies sometimes. And so we get, <laughs> there's a lot of strong wills around here. So. <laughs> we sort of butt heads or like, she'll get an attitude with me and like sort of my instinctual reaction is like, don't you, don't you take that tone with me? You know, or like, (laughs) that's not necessarily what I say, but you know, that sort of is like the rage monster, like bubbling up of like whatever, you know? And so, so we kind of will like get into like these little snitty things with each other, like, (laughs) you know? Right. And, and so that's something that I have to go back and say, like, and, and that's about, you know, being the adult, you know, like we have to be the adult and say like, Hey, your behavior wasn't acceptable, but I also didn't respond 
in in the right way. And I'm sorry for that. This is going to be what the consequence is from now on. Right. And one thing I was just thinking about, that's not one of our points, so this might get cut out, but whatever. Um, it's just something we're thinking about, like hanging out when we were able to hang out with our uh, small group friends and their kids and around the same ages and stuff. Um, there's been several instances where like the kids have been playing or doing whatever with their friends and what I've, what correcting my kids in that situation. And it's always a hard call cause it's like, you don't want to correct your friend's kids. Um, but at some point level of parenting, you just become oblivious to like all children are now yours and yeah. like you will just correct whatever bad appropriate behavior. And, um, I think I like called out two or three different times, like, you know, uh, stop, somebody's gonna fall. And just sort of like with, you know, that firmness side of things in that one moment that I had it. Um, and the kids, the other kids that weren't my own, uh, were just like, you sound like you're in charge or, you know, <laughs> uh, like we've never heard that sort of like response to this activity or something before. So like, just be aware, like your family's reactions to things yeah. are going to always be different. Like the way you treat your kids is different than how your friends are going to treat them. But even when you're hanging out with other kids and stuff, you still need to be a parent around that situation and not mm -hmm. let your kids go entirely off the wall. I mean, it's fun to let them just explore the backyard and go crazy, but, or yeah. the park or wherever you end up. But uh, there's definitely been moments where like you're just helping other parents by <laughs> correcting a situation that we don't feel is safe, but you don't, you, you, you're what? And then it's, like I said, it's just interesting to see other kids reactions to that sort of like parenting or something. I don't know. Yeah. So not that other parents aren't doing a good job parenting, I'm sure, but it's, yeah, I it's, think at least for our friends, just shows that this variety. Yeah. It, well, yeah. And I think, you know, our, our expectations for our kids are very different. I think, you know, we, we've gotten feedback that in some ways we're very much more permissive and then in other ways we're very much more strict. So, um, you know, and I think probably all, all families are like that where there are things that <clears throat> are, are no goes are not acceptable. And then there are things that, you know, are, are acceptable. So, yeah. um, and that just depends on, on the family, but I think that we probably got to wrap this up, even though, as we've both kind of alluded to, we could probably talk all day about this it. This is probably but, part one. Yeah, part one of, you know, 37. <laughs> uh, we could probably do this for every age. Okay, when they're 10, when they're 11, when yeah. they're 14. <laughs> but the kids are going to be waking up soon. Yes. Uh, so I do believe that is all the time that we have for today. We would love to hear your thoughts, particularly when it comes to number one. If you would please share with us what it is that makes you feel crazy, irritated, or angry with your kids. So we know we're not the only ones. So that we know that we're not totally crazy. We would love to hear that from you. Um, or if you have other ideas or tips or thoughts as far as how you deal with that anger that we didn't talk about, we would love to hear that as well. Until the next adventure. Bye. Bye.